Welcome to Actor and Actress Spotlight. It's Entertainment Talks podcast for taking a look at different actors and actresses in the world of entertainment. I'm your host, Matthew, and today we're talking about Gina Carano and Zendaya. Um, I have picked both of these. I, I'm trying to, for future episodes, pick two people that have like either interesting similarities or interesting kind of differences. Um, there is a very specific. Well, I wanted to talk about these two anyway, and I've wanted to talk about Zendaya uh, ever since this uh, second season of Euphoria that came out earlier this year uh, to do with her um, really, really good acting and all that sort of stuff. Uh, she's just won another Emmy, which is really, really good. But I did want to kind of um, also talk about Gina Carano and talk about... Um, I mean, I'll go through in- individually their different uh, filmographies, their f- uh, TV shows and films that they've been in. And kind of talk about, you know, their roles and everything. Um, especially there's some interesting stuff there with Zendaya, her Euphoria character. And um, her character, obviously MJ in Spider-Man, there's some interesting differences there. Uh, but to start off with with this episode, um, these two women have deliberately chosen very different career paths, which is very interesting to me. Um, when, when you look at the landscape of how things how things have gone for these two women over the past year or two, roughly that sort of rough time frame, um, really since since about 2020 so about two years because since you know covid kind of kicked off and everything like that that's that's where gina's career started to go in a very very different direction um just to start off with gina carano it's been kind of fascinating and funny to watch her career over the last year or so um this is a woman who in in my eyes, in my opinion, from my kind of analysis and well, not really analysis, just seeing news about Gina Carano pop up and seeing what's, I would say, what's happened to her. That's not really the right way to phrase it. What she's chosen to do is the is the better way to sort of put that. This is a woman who's basically deliberately thrown her career away. In a way I have not really quite seen before. Like you'll you'll get people that will get fired from projects. Or you'll get people that will like leave bad projects. Or people that will leave projects in a bad situation. Or things will get cancelled you know. Um, Interesting to use the word cancelled obviously in regards to Gina. Um, I'm not going to get into the whole cancel culture thing here. I did. I have done an episode previously all about cancel culture, which which you can look up. I'll try and remember to put that in the show notes if I can. Um, essentially, what this woman has chosen to do, because um, some people aren't maybe quite aware, um, she obviously was on The Mandalorian, which is a Star Wars show. And if you make an appearance, especially on a big Star Wars show like that, which had a lot of eyes on it and was you know the big thing that launched Disney Plus when you are one of the main characters in season one and you choose kind of choose deliberately to not specifically leave the Mandalorian but continuously make multiple choices that you know will get you fired from a show but like completely on her own deliberately deciding to do that I mean this woman's now gone from working on a Star Wars TV show, which there aren't many bigger IP that you can be a part of. 
Um, because she, if if things had of, if she'd have made some smarter choices, she could have been on the upcoming third season of Mandalorian, which I believe starts in February. But she isn't. She got fired. Um, some of you might be wondering, what's she doing now? She's working. I don't know if you whether you want to use the word with or for. Um, I would say for is is the better word to to put it. She's working for a guy called Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro has got a YouTube channel, um, apparently production company called The Daily Wire. And some of you might be wondering who is Ben Shapiro. Some of you might not know who who he is. And I try to avoid him now because I've learned what he's all about. He's essentially a right-wing politician who both doesn't like minority groups and is also clearly very uncomfortable with minority groups. Specifically very, clearly very uncomfortable in regards to trans people. Like, there's a difference, there's a difference between not liking a particular group of people, which he doesn't like minority groups of people, and minority is just the easier way to put it. Um... Not only, no, there's a difference between not liking a group of people like that, um, or, you know, just not liking a group of people, and being very clearly, visibly uncomfortable every single time you talk about anything to do with that group of people. That is who Ben Shapiro is. Um, what I would not recommend you do is look up Ben Shapiro on YouTube, because then YouTube will start recommending you a bunch of his videos, and if you stand in the same kind of corner I suppose that I am which is to support minority groups um you'll probably get quite annoyed at Ben Shapiro's videos <laughs> um I used to watch some of them but that was before I knew who Ben Shapiro actually was um and then I learned about who he was and I saw a particular couple of videos I was like nope I've worked out who you are at this point and I don't want to hear anything from you um but yeah uh, that that's just to kind of summarize I don't want to get too much into Ben Shapiro um, but that is kind of like who he is in a, in in a summary. He is very visibly, clearly uncomfortable with minority groups of people, and clearly, clearly, clearly doesn't like minority groups of people, specifically trans people. Um, every single time he's talked about trans people or anything to do with trans people, specific, especially when he talked about um, Elliot Page and uh, his transition and everything. Yeah. Um. Almost in sort of like it's funny how uncomfortable you are, kind of kind of thing. Um, Like you watch him talk and you don't really even get angry at certain things. You kind of laugh a little bit at how uncomfortable he is, and you have to ask like, "Hey, why why are you so uncomfortable?" But anyway, um, that's who she's working with now, and she's doing like um, random films with him. Um, So she's gone from working on one of the biggest IP in the world. deliberately doing actions that will get her specifically fired um uh, just to give a few examples of some of those she compared um what was it she did before she compared like the holocaust sufferings to like republican people or it was something like that anyway and then she chose right before they started i think production or mandalorian season three because she was in season two um she chose to uh, not get vaccinated, which was a bigger thing then than it is sort of now. That doesn't really get mentioned now, um, but yeah, that's kind of what she what she sort of chose to do. 
Um, and then th- th- there was a there was a picture that she posted, and I, I didn't specifically look for it. Somebody else posted it somewhere. You know, things get shared around on on, on the internet. And um, after that happened, there was a few months that went past. Uh, it, it was quite the the time between her getting fired from Star Wars at or Mandalorian and working for Ben Shapiro was at the most I would say about a month, maybe about two weeks. It was very very quick. Um, ben obviously saw it as a win because he's like, "Oh, I can like you know put her in my corner kind of thing." And oh look, you'll not be cancelled because you work with me and all the, all this sort of whatever. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, that was kind of what happened with all that. But there was a picture that she put out on, I think it was on Instagram or something. Somebody took a screenshot of it and shared it somewhere else. That's how I kind of saw it because no, I don't think I follow Gina Carano on Instagram. Um, and she put she had a photo where she's got like a very stern face, and she like um crosses her arms but puts her fists together, and on her arms. Was it a tattoo? No, it can't have been a tattoo. Was it a tattoo? There was a right. There was writing on her arm. I think it was a tattoo. It'd be kind of crazy if it was a tattoo. It said um, "Do not" and then "Comply." So I think on one arm it said "Do not" and then on the other arm it said "Comply," um, which lines up with her anti-vax kind of views and you know "Do not comply," you know that that type of stuff. Um, basically, like you can't tell me what to do, sort of thing. Um, it's just funny that you, you'd have that mindset of like, hey, you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to say, oh no, I got fired from Star Wars. It's like, well, you can't just get away with doing whatever you want, <laughs> you know. If you if you annoy your employee or you put out concerning things, which is what she was doing, and you also are working on a production of something in the midst of a pandemic and you don't want to get a vaccine, I don't expect Disney or anybody at Disney to be like oh no that's fine that's absolutely fine you can post whatever you want don't bother getting a vaccine we'll welcome you back to, to Mandalorian season 3 um, wouldn't make sense for them to do that so um, yeah that's that. That's kind of her story in a nutshell what what I want to kind of do here is I've just talked about a bit about Gina Carano's situation um, I'm going to talk about Zendaya in a minute um, and then I'll go um, separately between the two of them um, I'll go through Gina's film filmography thing, and then I'll do the same with Zendaya. That's just what I'm going to do with the uh, next part of all these. Um, Zendaya. Um, oh, sorry. Just go back to. I just wanted to read their ages out. By the way, Gina Carano is currently forty. Um, her birthday is April sixteenth. So yeah, you've thrown your career away at the age of forty. So well done. Um, Zendaya is 26 years old, so she's actually a bit younger than me, which is which is uh, kind of funny. But um, yeah, so Zendaya, um, much more um, bright future ahead of Zendaya. Not only is she obviously younger, so she has kind of more time. Um, but yeah, just recently won a um, an Emmy for um, uh, for Euphoria. I'm just trying to look up what was uh, Euphoria. Zendaya character Rue. I thought that was her name. Yeah, I couldn't quite remember what the uh, character's name was. Um, yeah, she plays a character called Rue in um, Euphoria, and she just won another Emmy. They had the Emmys what last week, the week before, or something. Um, yeah, she's really kind of started to shine in her career, which is great. Um, one interesting thing for me with Zendaya 
is obviously she plays MJ in the uh, Spider-Man films, the the trilogy. Currently, the trilogy at the moment. There's probably going to be some more films, but currently the trilogy. And it's been it's been interesting to go kind of back and forth. Cause obviously, we had like Homecoming in 2017. We had then you know season one of Euphoria at some point. Then going back to Spider-Man. Then going back to Euphoria. Then going back to Spider-Man. Um, she's fantastic in the Spider-Man films but one interesting difference and I, I noticed this more in season 2 of um, of Euphoria which is her because because this story that she's going through like the drug addiction stuff and all that sort of thing is has a lot more depth than what Spider-Man does and that's not me taking anything away from Spider-Man I love those films, I love that character but Euphoria's got a lot more depth to it and she's the main character and she has to kind of it it gives her a bit more of a chance to kind of express herself a little bit more if that makes sense like to to go kind of deeper with her her acting and that sort of stuff because as good as she is she's fantastic in the spider-man films but you've got a lot more depth and more serious kind of storytelling that you're doing in Euphoria, with the drug addiction thing and everything that's that's going on, and obviously you know different thematic stuff and the depth of her character and all that sort of thing. And I noticed in season two, and I think yeah, season two yeah would have come out after Spider Man No Way Home, which is the the third of the trilogy. Um, and I kind of noticed like again her being able to kind of express herself a lot more, and I I I saw. I saw a lot more depth of her, of her of her acting and a lot more of her sort of range. And it's really, really quite impressive. Obviously impressive enough to go and win an Emmy for Euphoria, which is fantastic. Um, very, very happy for her, which is great. I think the show... The show's certainly been nominated for Emmys before. I can't remember if it's won an Emmy. I'm pretty sure it has. Um, but no, she's... Uh, the, the, the depth that she's able to give in Euphoria is, is really fantastic. But then, I suppose that the cool thing about that is... Within the last... Let's say within the last couple of years, right? Within the last couple of years with the Spider-Man trilogy... And with the two seasons of Euphoria... Um, it's... You got to see kind of both sides of that. Because in Spider-Man, she's able to be a bit more fun... A bit more funny... And, you know, that that sort of stuff, which is which is good... Um, it's probably kind of interesting for her as well as an actress, you know, to go through and like, hey, you got this fun Spider-Man stuff. And yeah, there's like, there's themes and messages within Spider-Man. It's not like dumb fun, but it is more, obviously more fun than something like Euphoria, which is a lot more serious. But um, I imagine for her as an actress, that's kind of interesting, go, going kind of back and forth between projects, which she will still probably continue to do because you'll probably have a season three of Euphoria and probably some more Spider-Man appearances. Um, so I imagine that's fun for her to do as well. But um, for me and other people, obviously, as the audience, for watching her, um, yeah, going back and forth and seeing, like, okay, the more fun side that she can do for acting <clears throat> and then the much more serious side for acting. And there was a particular episode in season two, I think it was episode five, where, I won't spoil the episode, but let's just say that Rue kind of... Um, goes a bit more off the rails that's the best way for me to kind of describe it and the episode is kind of around various choices that she makes i can't really get too much into it because the spoilers but um there's a particular choice that the character makes in that episode that sets off like a chain of events and it's kind of this momentum heavy episode where it's just like it, it clicks from one thing to another of like this kind of chaos that she causes 
and um, her going through her range of emotions, particularly in that episode, I think that's like a highlight of her her acting, and going from like sad to um, small bits of happiness to kind of like severe depression to obviously her anxiety stuff to her more you know drug addicted state and there's a lot of different emotions her character kind of goes through not just in that particular episode but um through through the whole show um and kind of seeing her like trying to interact with people in those situations and trying to convince people of things and and, and all this kind of stuff i found it uh, i found it really really engaging her uh, her performances um and she's well well deserved for uh, for an emmy for euphoria um and again she is a big star um she's taking care of herself which is which is good um I haven't really heard about anything particularly concerning or bad that she's done. Because um, sometimes you unfortunately do get, you know, I think it's sometimes with certain Disney stars and all that, um, how, you know, they can go on a worse path in life. Um, but no, I haven't really heard anything that's, like, got me worried or concerned about Zendaya. She seems to be in a good place. Obviously, I don't sort of, like, know everything she's going through. It could be private stuff that she's maybe going through we don't know about. Um, but hopefully she's not going through anything bad, because um, I'm, you know, wishing the best for her. She's got a fantastic career ahead of her, fantastic career prospects. Well, I say prospects. Prospects is is more like you're a promising star, which she still is, but she's already fulfilled some of that because she's already won an Emmy, and uh, being in, you know, critically acclaimed HBO um, TV show, and also in, you know, films for one of the biggest franchises out there, which is Marvel. Um, and also part of a film franchise involving one of the most popular characters ever, which is Spider-Man, so, you know, she's already doing incredibly well for herself, but still, she's still really young, she's still got time to, you know, continue that momentum, continue building on upon her career, and I, I look forward to seeing what she's going to be in, um... I was going to mention Malcolm and Marie as well, which she was in, but I'll 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 go I'll go a bit more. I only wanted to really like so at the forefront kind of thing. I only really wanted to mention like the comparison between MJ and Rue, so in Spider Man and in Euphoria. So when we get to talk about Malcolm Malcolm and Marie and everything, I'll do that when we break down her uh, f- film and TV roles. Um, but that's kind of my brief thoughts on Zendaya. But it, it's it's so fascinating to me, just for me personally to look at like what Gina Carano's deliberately chosen to do um like it wasn't accidental she did it all herself um she threw her career in the bin she could have worked on I mean she did work on Star Wars she does have obviously credits to her name but not anymore not anymore um and the fact that she the fact that she didn't she didn't even go from like Disney <coughs> she didn't even go from Disney Star Wars to like I don't know CW or Fox or Sony or Warner Brothers or a- a- any of the like other big companies or, or or whatever or like a HBO show. Like she didn't go from that. She went from like Star Wars to Ben Shapiro. Some of you won't really quite understand what a downgrade that is. Um, and I'm sure there are people that work for Ben Shapiro that work hard and they hopefully are nicer people in his circle of work. Um, that just happened to get a job with Ben Shapiro, because um, obviously it's not just, yeah, it's not it's not just Gina and 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 Ben over there. Obviously, there's editors and directors and writers and all that sort of stuff. But for, and, and I'm not I'm not saying like working for Ben Shapiro 
is necessarily like uh, i mean it's, it's not a great thing but specifically for her career which is what i'm pointing out here um that is a big doubt going going from basically going from star wars to <laughs> ben shapiro on these just totally random nonsense films is a massive downgrade and again like it, i'm sure hopefully there are people that work for ben and work for that company that are nicer people um than gina and ben himself uh but i don't know i i don't i don't i honestly don't know any other names that work for daily wire so um there we go but yeah it's just, it's just interesting isn't it the contrast between like a 40 year old woman and 40 is not old like she could still have had a great like couple of decades at least if not more um i mean you had like what Clint Eastwood, and you had, you had loads of other old actors that, I mean, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger as well, um, acting in his, like, you know, 80s, um, you know, she still had quite a few decades ahead of her where she could have done, and she she could work on something decent later down the line, but at the moment, seems like her future's with Ben Shapiro, but yeah, go, go, looking at an actress who went from Star Wars to Ben Shapiro to a woman who's, like, won an Emmy, she's thriving, she's working on, like, a HBO critically acclaimed show, um, and Spider-Man. It's it's an interesting contrast, isn't it? Um, I think, anyway. So, uh, Alright, let's go back to Gina Carano and talk about the things that she's been in. Um, so, yeah, Mandalorian, I'm just going to read... This, I, this isn't in any particular order, I'm just going to read out what you've got here. Mandalorian since 2019... Haywire, I think Haywire and Terra on the Prairie. No, Terra on the Prairie, that's got to be one of the Ben Shapiro films. Um, Haywire, so I've not really heard of those. She was in Deadpool as well. I wouldn't imagine that, I couldn't, I couldn't remember if it, her being in Deadpool, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't imagine she'd be back for Deadpool 3. You also don't really need her. I can't actually remember which character she plays in in uh, in Deadpool. Um, I don't remember her playing a main character in Deadpool, so I I don't imagine... And again, that's... Well, that's technically the Fox umbrella of production, but obviously owned by Disney, so... And they're still working on Deadpool 3 now. Um, I don't know if they've... Like, what, they filmed or whatever, but... Um, if she is in that film, I'd imagine that would be the last Deadpool film that she would be in. Because, um, again, there is a relationship there with Disney. And I don't imagine Disney would want her in anything. Whether it would be Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, whatever. Um, I, I don't imagine so. Now, then you got In in the Blood. Never heard of that. She was in the Fast and Furious films. I either forgot or didn't know that. I haven't watched one since the sixth Fast and Furious film. Which was, it says here 2013, I don't really remember anything in Fast and Furious because I've put it out of my mind, <laughs> to be honest. So, uh, Fast and Furious, then uh, Daughter of the Wolf, Extraction, then she was in a film, <laughs> this is so funny, uh, My, son, uh, my uh, son Hunter, um, which has got a picture of Joe Biden in it um i don't know a ton about that film so i might have these details wrong but that's something to do with like presidents and 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 things like that i I think i've seen a trailer for that somewhere maybe maybe i came across that um that would be very very interesting because 
Um, Ben, the guy that I've mentioned she works for, is a Trump supporter and has basically gone out of his way at every opportunity to criticise Joe Biden for different things. Um, so if you've got <laughs> if you've got a situation where you've got a film produced by or from the production company of Ben Shapiro, um, who doesn't like Joe Biden and is a Trump supporter, who then hires Gina Carano, who's in that same let's just say that same wheelhouse. And makes a film about presidents, or something to do with that. Yeah, that 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 that, that tells you me describing it that way tells you everything you're gonna need to know. So, um, then just kind of a bunch of other stuff that she's got. Apparently, she was in the Expender. Oh, Ex Expender Bells. It's like a female-led Expendables. How have I never heard of that? Doesn't have a year written for that. Who who is in this film? Um, Gina Carano, Zoe Bell, Meryl Streep, Jamie Lee Curtis, Karen McCall, Sylvester Stallone. So like a spin-off of well it says two twenty twenty ten, and that was twelve years ago. I don't remember hearing anything about that. Um that idea sounds kind of interesting, like a female led um expendables film. There's lots of great female action actresses out there um would be kind of similar i suppose to charlie's angels in a in a, in a certain way um which is a which is a cool thing so but no I, I don't know anything about that then yeah just just like a bunch of i mean i didn't even really hear of her until mandalorian um i might have seen her in one of the fast and furious films in the past um, it does only have Fast and Furious 6 mentioned here. And like I said, my memory of Fast and Furious is not very much. I know, like, who's in it. Obviously, you've got, like, Dwayne Johnson. You've got, uh, what's his name? Um, like, Jason Statham. You've got uh, Vin Diesel. Obviously, Paul Walker as well uh, was, was in those films before he tragically passed away. Um, but, yeah, that's that's her filmography. So, not not... I mean, yeah, she's, there's a lot of things on here. There's just a bunch of random, like... There's, like, Blood and Bone, Scorched Earth, American Gladiators, Kickboxer Vengeance, Heist, Daughter of the Wolf, Ring Girls, I Am Bruce Lee. Um, So, yeah, she wasn't in, like, a ton of massive things before... Mandalorian. I mean, Deadpool. It says Deadpool is twenty sixteen. It doesn't have Deadpool two listed here. I can't remember if she was in that film. Deadpool was a long time ago. When was Deadpool two? That was twenty eighteen, I think. Um, because twenty sixteen is listed here. Then obviously you have got the transition of like Fox being bought and all that sort sort of stuff, and then probably reworking Deadpool three with Ryan Reynolds. But that's that's Gina Carano, for you. Um, I don't imagine she'll be in much of the public eye going forward unless it's for social media posts um i don't imagine she'll be in any big productions going forward and again if she is in deadpool 3 i don't imagine her being in anything like i can't remember i can't imagine her being like a big part of like mcu or whatever going forward um but no no more star wars it's ben shapiro for her um which she deliberately chose so 
I would say good luck to her, but eh, um, it is what it is. That's Gina. That's Gina Carano. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K-U-K to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website. Uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk etalkuk you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscapes quality thanks very much to manscape for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening hi there if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you with our affiliate link with kualu you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to kualu to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to kualu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Let's move on to talk about Zendaya and her career that she's got. So her filmography, her uh, films and TV shows. Already looking a lot better, a lot more interesting um, in terms of that. So again, this is in no particular order, but I'm just going to read out what's got written here. Uh, Two things I mentioned, of course, at the start. Euphoria and Spider-Man. Well, this is Spider-Man No Way Home. Obviously the Spider-Man trilogy, which is Homecoming, Far From Home and No Way Home. Um... Was she in the Avengers films? I don't remember her being... I can scroll through and see that, can't I? Um, no, I don't remember her being in the Avengers films specifically, but she was in... Um, so obviously you had Infinity War and you had uh, Endgame as well. But, uh, no, she was in the Spider-Man trilogy, which has been very, very successful. Um, earned a ton of money at the box office, critically acclaimed, all that type of stuff. 
Uh, Euphoria and Spider-Man, as I mentioned here, I've already kind of gone over those. Uh, Dune, which is another one that she's in, um, which has gotten a... is getting a uh, multiplayer game that, that's coming out soon as well. Well, I say soon. It's going to be probably in the next couple of years. Um... I've not sat down and watched Dune properly. I, I, I did sit, I did try to sit down and watch it. I think it was a few months ago. Um, my concentration level was just not there. You know when you're like, you know when you're kind of watching something, you just, I don't know what it is, you're just distracted. You're just not quite in the right mindset for that. Maybe you're not exactly in the mood for it. You want to like, I don't know, do something else. Um, I will go back and try and watch it because um, it, it seems interesting to me, but it clearly had... I I had a bit of a mentality of like, oh, I'll stick it on and watch it. And I started realising like characters were saying stuff. And I was like, oh, there's there's a lot of depth here kind of going on. And my, my brain just isn't letting me sort of pay attention. Um, so it was a me issue, not a film issue. So once I'm like in a better, well, not, not a better mood, but once I'm like more in the mood to watch it or whatever, or in a better, you know, mindset to watch it, um, more concentrated mindset to watch it. I will, I will try that again. But I know it's got a, a second film coming out, and it's got a game coming out, which is good. Um, but Dune was, uh, from what I remember, very, very successful. Uh, a lot of really cool actors in there as well. You got like Jason Momoa, you got uh, Oscar Isaac, and lots of uh, obviously Zendaya herself. Lots of cool people. So that's cool. Um, then some other. She's done a lot of fun stuff here as well. Apart from, I, I, I would not label Euphoria as fun, but obviously that's a very serious drama. Uh, Greatest Showman, obviously that's the Hugh Jackman-led thing. I didn't know that she was in that. That's this the first time I'm finding out that she's in that. I have not seen that film, obviously. Um, musicals are cool. I like Hugh Jackman, so may- maybe I'll check it out one day. It just wasn't on my immediate radar when it came out. Well, I say immediate radar, it was 2017, so five years ago. But maybe it's one I'll get around to one day. Um, it'll be interesting going from seeing Hugh Jackman as Wolverine to like him doing a song and dance, which, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that, that film was great. Um, from the people I've heard from that have seen it, I've said it's a really good film. Um, but no, I've not seen Greatest Showman, but she's in that as well. So another successful film. Uh, this is Spider-Man Far From Home. I don't need to go over Spider-Man again. Um, Shake It Up. Um, I think that's the music thing that she did with uh, Bella Thorne. Um, by the way, I watched uh, this week's American Horror Stories this week, which is season two, episode three. Um, Bella Thorne is the lead character. In the episode. I did not know that she was in the episode until I started it. <clears throat> Obviously the whole idea. Excuse me. With uh, American Horror Stories. Is it's different thing per episode. But no. Bella Thorne popped up in uh, an episode of American Horror, Horror Stories that I watched. The episode was terrible. Not because of her. Because the, it was just a bad episode. Um, but yeah. She was in that. And she's in. she was in this thing called Shake It Up. It says it 2010 to 2013. I know that there was a music video or something to do with that. Um, so this is seemingly a series, and what I'm guessing is obviously there's a there's a song, isn't there, called Shake It Up, um, which I imagine is the particular music video that I saw, and that song is probably in this TV show, so I don't know anything about it, um, other than it has music in it, but it's got, um, it's got, uh, yeah, that was 12, yeah, 2010, 12 years ago, so she would have been... Younger than she is now. <laughs> uh, so that's Zendaya and Bella Thorne. Um, Bella Thorne's gone on to... Obviously she's kind of like this Instagram star or whatever now. Which is... If that's what she wants to do, that's fine. Um, she's popped up in like the old film. Now and again, Bella Thorne. She's been in obviously the American Horror Story episode that I mentioned. 
she was in like an Amazon film that I came across, and she was in those Netflix films, the 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 ba- the babysitter horror films, which are actually quite fun. And so she's had a maybe I'll do an episode on Bella Thorne at some point. Um, I don't know. I'll have to wait for her to be in some more stuff. But yeah, she's uh in that as well. Then it says Casey Undercover 2015 to 2018. So that would have been uh right just into her Spider-Man career, which is 2017. Um, I don't know what that show is, but that's that one. Uh, Malcolm Malcolm and Marie 2021. Very, very, very good film. Um, more in the line with her performances from Euphoria. You're dealing with like, um, I can't remember if it was specifically addiction, but he- heavy adult themes are in are in that film. Um, it's an entirely black and white film. You got, I think it's John David Washington in the other role. Obviously, one plays Malcolm, one pl- plays Marie. Um, it's about her husband, who is I think he's he's an actor. He goes they go they come home from like a film premiere or something, and they wait for the reviews to come in. Um, and it's like a whole night based on they they do a lot of arguing and shouting and stuff. So it's not it's not the nicest thing to watch, but very compelling thing to watch. Um, I found it really riveting to watch that. I thought it was really really good. Uh, it's called Malcolm and Marie. That's a Netflix film, which was maybe why it didn't get as much. Uh, attention because they didn't Netflix being Netflix didn't really promote that a whole ton. Um, I don't remember it being nominated for anything. If if that had got like a theatrical release, if if you put Zendaya and John David Washington, obviously he's from um, what's it called Tenet as well, which is Christopher Nolan's film with uh, Robert Pattinson. If you'd have put that out as a theatrical release, that would have probably got a lot more attention. I would have imagined. Um, so that's Malcolm and Marie, but that's a really really good film. Um, the black and white aspect of it is really cool. Uh, and they're both really phenomenal in those roles. So that's really good. Uh, then she was in Dune. Well, was. It's not come out yet. Dune Part 2. Which is listed for 2023. So that's really good. Um, I haven't got anything to say about that. Because I've not seen the thir- first one yet. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Obviously the start of her career as MJ. Um, Space Jam A New Legacy. I don't remember her being in that. But... Me, me saying I don't remember her being in that. I've sort of forgotten about that film since I've seen it because I didn't really enjoy it, <laughs> not because of her. Um, it's that that. I mean, yeah, there's a Space Jam element to it. That should be called a spa- Space Jam instead of a New Legacy. It should be called like Space Jam a Warner Brothers advert because that's basically what it is. It in the most funny slapstick way you could probably do, but it's kind of a sort of like. Not really dimension hopping, but at the start, a sort of dimension hopping Looney Tunes film where they go to like the DC world, Harry Potter world, Game of Thrones world, um, which, as I'm describing, that sounds very cool and it's got a fun aspect to it, but it's really just a Warner Brothers advert. Um, See, me trying to remember specific people from that film because obviously that was that was last year i've i've forgotten about space jam a new legacy um there's a lot of characters in that film obviously don Cheadle plays like the lead and everything but i do i don't remember her in that film i, re- I really don't unfortunately but then again i try to kind of forget that film so that's not the fault of zendaya's um i clearly think she's a great actress but um that was something that she was in then something called Zapped, that's one of her old Disney Day, well I say Disney Day, she's still working for Disney now, um, just in the Marvel department. Uh, Zapped, I don't know anything about that film, but she's in that. 
Um, then you get into kind of some of her other stuff. There's a film called Challengers. Trouble Don't Last Always. Trouble Don't Last Always? Shouldn't that be Trouble Doesn't Always Last? Anyway. Uh, then Smallfoot. Frenemy. Dancing with the Stars. Super Buddies. Pixie Hollow Games. Zendaya Behind the Scenes of Something. Duck Duck Goose. So these are like her old Disney days and stuff like that. Um, shake it up, up and away, that's probably to do with that. Um, channel games from Disney, so again, her Disney days, 2006 to 8. Uh, Euphoria, season 1, since 2019. Um, yeah, that, it, it gets into like some other credits and things here, but that's, that's pretty much her filmography. And that is pretty much the end of the episode. Um... So yeah, two very interesting different actresses to talk about. I did deliberately combine them for that reason, because I thought it would be interesting to talk about their very different trajectories of careers. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Zendaya back as MJ and as Rue, obviously in both the things that she's in. I'm looking forward to, when I'm in the right mindset, checking out Dune, because um, that looks like it's uh, pretty good. A lot of depth to it, so it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what type of... Because I only watched like 10, 20 minutes of it. And then I realised I wasn't sort of like fully focused on it. Um, so I don't really remember anything that I sort of saw. Apart from like the, the introduction. But it's quite a long film. So um, yeah, interesting to see what sort of layer of acting she gives in this. Because one of the things that interested me about her. Was going from the, the more fun side of her acting. In Spider-Man to the more serious side in, in Euphoria. I found that a very interesting. It's all to do with her range and everything. Which I thought was quite good. So um yeah it uh euphoria allowed her to sort of flex her muscles a bit more flex her acting muscles a bit more i'm not saying spider-man didn't it's just because of the themes and the story in euphoria have a lot more depth to them so um good stuff good good stuff and in terms of my thoughts on gina's future i if she only works for ben shapiro for the next 10 those or so years i probably won't see anything that she's in because uh, I don't imagine that, one I don't imagine I hear about those films much um, they're also only through a Daily Wire subscription which I'm definitely not going to pay for I mean why would I pay for that because um, they don't I don't think her films I don't think her films get theatrically, theatrically released so but um, aside from Gina Carano the films that she's in I'm not interested anyway so um I'm probably not going to see anything that Gina's going to be in for a long, long time. Um, unless it is Deadpool 3, maybe. Um, or, like, because I, I, I don't imagine Disney would have her back. I don't imagine Warner Brothers would have her. Um, or Sony. <laughs> so, and like I said, um, she got fired from Disney and she's now working for Ben. And I probably won't pay attention to any of that stuff. So, I guess good luck to her still. Um, I don't I don't want anything... I don't want anything, you know, bad to happen to her. I just won't really pay attention to her. Or try not to, going forward. Um, I'll probably still see the odd, you know, social media post. Either about her or posted from her. Um, through other places or whatever. Um, but Zendaya, I'll probably see her in Euphoria Season 3. I look forward to that. And whatever her, her next MCU appearance is in Spider-Man. And I look forward to that. Anyway, for those of you listening, uh, what do you think of these two women and their trajectories in their career? Um, do you watch the Ben Shapiro Daily Wire films? If you do, nothing wrong with that. You can watch whatever you want. Um, are they actually good? Because um, they might be. They might be good. I don't imagine they are, but they might be good. Um, do you like them? Have you watched them? Do you pay attention to them? 
do you not know who Ben Shapiro is? Because some people might not. Um, what did you think of what happened to her with the with the Disney stuff? And what do you think of uh, Zendaya's career so far? Um, and what would you like to see them both sort of do? I suppose for me with both of them, I'm not really bothered about what Gina does next um, because she probably isn't going to be like if I say like oh it'd be cool to see her in the MCU or the DC stuff. She's probably not going to be. Um, Zendaya could maybe end up in DC at some point. Um, I will continue enjoying her work that she's already doing anyway. In Euphoria and in Spider-Man. Um, so you've got that kind of going on. So in terms of like what I'd want to see the, both these two people do. Um, I don't really know for Gina. But for Zendaya I'll just continue enjoying what she's doing at the moment anyway. So... Um, anyway, in the meantime, if you want to write in, let us know um, what you think of these two different actresses. Uh, if you've got any recommendations as to who you'd like to see me talk about next, could be an actor, could be an actress. I like to pick two at a time, though, just so I can sort of like, well, have two people, to, two two people to talk about. It's just more sort of fun to do that. Um, so there's all that. But anyway, Matthew Entertainment Talk dot org, uh, Twitter E Talk UK. There's contact page information in your show notes. There's also an email box on the website version of the episode. And a clickable email name in your show notes. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do over on entertainmenttalk.org. TV, games, films, main live podcast. Take a look out for all of those. Uh, if you want to support Entertainment Talk in the podcast, you can simply listen to more episodes either on entertainmenttalk.org or on your favourite podcast platforms. So check out more stuff that we're doing. Um, obviously, there was the interview recently with Angus McLean, which was uh, wild to do. Uh, gaming talk from this week. Uh, United cast episodes recently and some other stuff as well, so check out all of that if you'd like to. Um, if you want to support us in other ways, you can simply tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find it, either by just telling them or, of course, using social media as well, all those different social media channels that you use. You can tell other people about what we do and where they can find it. Um, yeah, Patreon, $5, $10 level tier for the every podcast review options. Have a look out for those as well. Uh, for your TV and your film news, if you want to know what... Well, I don't imagine David will post about Daily Wire-related stuff, but he'll probably post about Zendaya's newest thing. Um, so if you want to know about um, what Zendaya's doing next, or you know when the new season of Euphoria comes out, or the trailer, or you know which Emmys um, Zendaya or Euphoria wins next, uh, geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio, that's more than just that. There's TV, film news, uh, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates... Casting news, all that type of stuff, so keep your eyes out for all of that. Geek Time Radio posts on Tuesdays, so have a look out for those episodes. Um, for Bex, uh, who's part of Geek Town as well, she streams um, almost daily pretty much over on Twitch, TristaBYTES. Uh, go and give her a follow over there uh, for all of her stuff as well. It's TristaBYTES, uh, so t- Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, you know, all those platforms. Apparently, TikTok as well, so go and have a look at what she's doing over there. Um, so she does like Little Nightmares 2, chat streams, retro streams, classic games, all that good stuff. So check out what she's doing as well. Uh, for me, eTalk UK over on Twitch for all my different gaming streams. Um, currently doing some cl- clips and stuff for Last of Us 2 and for COD Modern Warfare 2. I've got a lot of clips to put up. That's on the YouTube channel as well. Um, for the game streams, it's just going to be for whatever games I'm playing at the moment. Uh, so maybe some Last of Us stuff, maybe some COD at some point as well. Um, I should probably try streaming the beta at some point. That might be interesting to do. Uh, but yeah, eTalk UK for Twitch for me. And if you miss any of those streams, the FIFA career mode episodes, all the game clips, all of our gaming-related content over on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.